Christina recently had the opportunity to speak with Mark Takano, congressman for the 41st District of California. Many of you sent in questions for the congressman regarding the CARES Act, everything from clarification on stimulus checks, like whether that money is taxed or needs to be paid back, to the Paycheck Protection Program and relief for small businesses, plus why larger companies were able to take money from those loans meant for small businesses and what's being done to close those loopholes as well as what support is available for independent contractors and the self-employed. There were a lot of other questions as well. We're going to jump right into it and get those questions answered for you. Here's Christina's conversation with Congressman Takano. How are you holding up in this madness? I'm sure you have a lot of people who want your time and energy and, and so many different issues you got to tackle at once. Oh, absolutely. It's, um, it's just nutty. It's nutty. I have to say that I think... People are doing their best uh, to try and uh, uh, adapt to the situation. Um, I see, uh, you know, a lot of creativity. Um, I see, <laughs> I see um, uh, wonderful parodies of songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's one where they took the BG song, Staying Alive, Staying Alive. Yeah. And they changed it to staying inside, staying inside. <laughs> but now let's talk the fun stuff. Um, this this $2 trillion coronavirus stimulus bill, I'm sure you're getting an influx of questions. There's so much confusion. People are looking for clarification. Um, what is, what's one of the main questions you get? Well, one of the main questions I get is um, I've applied for the PPP program, the Paycheck Protection Program, mm-hmm. and I haven't gotten my check yet, or the money's not been deposited on my account, and um, the money's run out. And uh, so th- they know in the news that the the money for this program ran out, like last Friday. And um, uh, what I can tell people is that that fund is going to be replenished. Uh, there were some, uh, but, you know, the Democrats and the House representatives, I included, didn't just want to extend the payments or the, the funding stream. Um, we wanted to make sure that money was going to get down to people who are not as well connected and don't have, you know, sophisticated relationships to bankers. Because mm-hmm. uh, this program is being run through the Small Businesses uh, Administration and the SBA, and banks. And a common complaint out there, anecdotally, is that, uh, you know, we applied um, and we're waiting for the money, and then uh, there's there's a feeling that big players, uh, like big restaurant chains, somehow uh, getting $10 million, $5 million here, uh, large sums of money, uh, when the people who um, would be happy to get $100,000 or $150,000 to tide them over uh, this difficult rough patch, um, you know, are finding out that uh, uh, their application hasn't been fully processed because um, uh, the money has run out. And uh, so we wanted to make sure that money got targeted to community banks, uh, to African African American owned banks, um, uh, you know, uh, you 
the smaller institutions that are closer to the small business people who also really do need this money. So that's 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 the big thing. Um, I also had questions about uh, the twelve hundred dollars sticks. Um, you know, what do you have to do to get it? You know, uh, you know, most of the time we just, you know, most of the time if people have filed their taxes in twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen and gotten a return, gotten like a refund, and they supplied the government with this by the IRS uh, with their bank information, it should be automatically deposited into their accounts. Uh, but you know, if they if they didn't uh, give the bank their number, their 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 bank account number, if they didn't give the IRS the bank number, uh, they they have to provide that number to the IRS so they can get the check sooner rather than wait for a paper check. And um, so I, I want to give that information if I could. Uh, they, they need to go to irs.gov forward slash coronavirus, mm-hmm. and there'll be a link to um, a page called Get My Payment. And Get My Payment, that little link on irs.gov forward slash coronavirus should lead them to a place where they can give their bank account number to uh, the IRS. Also, they, in that same link, they can figure out there's a way in which there's a tool for them to track the status of their $1,200 rebate payment. Uh, so uh, I would say that's the top of uh, what happens. I also get questions about unemployment benefits, um, you know, about whether self-employed people are going to be uh, qualified for uh, for unemployment, ordinarily they're not. Mm-hmm. Ordinarily, if you're an Uber driver uh, or a uh, Lyft driver uh, or somebody who's self-employed, you know, like you know, maybe a hairdresser or you know, a hairstylist, you're self-employed, and um, uh, you wouldn't ordinarily qualify for unemployment benefits. But the good right. news is that under the CARES Act. You qualify for unemployment insurance, and you also qualify for the six hundred dollar a week supplement unemployment. Mm. Um, so, and there's also a possibility that you may be able to, depending on uh, if you have employees, uh, be able to access the PPP program too. Excellent information. I I was talking to a friend of mine who owns a restaurant, and to your point, she was asking about that program. She said that she um, knows some people who have gotten the refund, but she was told she was approved and then told that there was no more money. So um, with what you're saying, I presume more money will be coming, but, but when is that happening? Well, um, i got to tell you, um, I, I can't tell you how angry I am that this legislation had loopholes in it for big companies to be able to drain, uh, to put their, put a straw, you know, in this account and suck it dry before it could help uh, little people mm-hmm. and the, little, the smaller business people. Um, I am told that a, a patch bill, uh, they're, calling it, they're calling it CARES 1.5 because the full CARES bill, you know, isn't going to be really introduced until May, but... 
the, the legislative language is, is being drafted as early as Wednesday. The House should be able to vote on it. And we expect the Senate to vote either today or tomorrow. Uh, and presumably this fund will be replenished, um, you know, by midweek, at least by Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, and that's great to hear because I, I know she was really upset and, and many echoing that saying Shake Shack, Ruth Chris caught millions of dollars, which obviously takes a big chunk away from. Oh, God, I, I, can't, I can't tell you how angry I'm about that, uh, that the big players get millions of dollars and the people who need maybe, you know, 250, half million dollars or less. I mean, I've got somebody here. Uh, that has a small business, a woman-owned small business. It's been in business for 30 years. And, you know, she says, I've never asked for the government for anything before. And I'm, I'm begging you, this is, I, I don't want to see this business disappear. And, um, you know, it's, it's done a lot of good work. You know, it, you know, it fills a certain niche. And I... I am angry because all they're asking for is like one hundred and ten thousand right. uh, dollars, and uh, this fund ran out of money. And here, the big the big players got it, and this is very infuriating. And I'm angry about that, and uh, I I really want to make sure that uh, we correct whatever's in the law to allow that to happen. Uh, but I definitely want to get this fund replenished. So, in the in the language of the next one, perhaps that loophole will be closed. Is what you're saying. Perhaps, uh, but you know, I, I'm not close to the sausage making on this one, you know, uh, but I've let the leadership know, I've let, you know, uh, you know, my, my Democratic leadership, Speaker Pelosi, know that uh, uh, this is not good. And I, I, and I think the public blowback hopefully uh, shines a light on what a loophole is, uh, because I know there's a lot of blowback on, on this revelation. I heard that even one of these big companies gave the money back so so shameful did it seem yeah know? yeah Shake Shack did that which was great to see so many people um, responded when they heard we were talking to you because they had questions so I'm going to just go down a list of about sure. um, eight different questions or so let's start off with the details about the 600 bucks a week that you actually just me- mentioned as well um, for unemployment for self-employed business owners from the federal government tell us about that well, okay, so the CARES Act created what's called the Pandemic Unemployment Assistance Program to allow states to expand eligibility for unemployment compensation to workers who are not normally eligible for benefits. Um, expanded eligibility would provide benefits to self-employed individuals, independent contractors, gig economy employees, and individuals who are unable to start a job or contract due to the pandemic. So individuals can apply for these temporary new federal benefits at state unemployment compensation offices. Uh, and, you know, the state of California will be fully reimbursed for the cost of administration. These individuals also will receive an extra $600 a week for four months in addition to their regular unemployment weekly benefit. But we add to this cat, we add to uh, those eligible on a temporary basis, uh, the uh, the self-employed individuals that I just described. Second question, how can housekeepers and cleaning crews be kept safe at work? Guidance should be made for the hospitality industry. Yes, there should be guidance for the hospitality industry. Believe it or not, we don't even have a new updated guidance for healthcare workers. 
uh, or people who work in nursing homes. And as we see, nursing homes are kind of, uh, not kind of, they are uh, a huge vulnerability everywhere in our country uh, where uh, older Americans are being, uh, you, you know, need assisted um, nursing care environments. Uh, but the hospitality industry, uh, people who work in grocery stores, anybody who has to interact as an essential employee with the public, uh, we need to update uh, the occupational safety health standards. And we did that in the 80s and 90s uh, for people with AIDS. Uh, and uh, you know, there were guidelines and standards set by the government. And I'm sorry to say in the last CARES package, um, and I'll, I'll, I will blame the Senate Republicans. They just really pushed back hard on setting down standards for health workers. Uh, and I know that uh, chairman of the House Committee on on uh, Employment, uh, Labor, and Education, Education and Labor, Bobby Scott. Uh, I sit on that committee too. I'm chairman of the Veterans Affairs Committee, but I also sit on the Education and Labor Committee. Uh, we are we have drafted language uh, to uh, protect hospitality workers, protect uh, essential workers that work in the in the food supply industry. Everybody who's you know has to go to work right now uh, needs to be uh, some way look their their occupation needs to be looked at in terms of how do we make it safer for all of these folks. So, uh, great question, and um, I'd love to light up. I'd love to see the fire light a fire under us politicians uh, to get this done. Make it too hot for us to handle. Uh, and it's, no, that, that's the way you get things. That's the way it works in our democracy. And for it to work, and uh, you know, do what you you know. Send an email. Well, I, I can't ask for people what to do. Well, I can. I'm, I'm not. I'm not using government resources for that. But go ahead. <laughs> Let's talk about taxes. A lot of people ask about how the stimulus checks are going to affect 2020 taxes, whether it be counted as income and have taxes against it. Relax, relax. The twelve the twelve hundred dollars is not going to be counted against income. Uh, so don't worry that you're going to have to pay it back. Don't worry, you got to pay taxes on it. This is, and you know what? If you're a veteran that's on, uh, if you're if you're a senior citizen on Social Security, not or or if you're an SSI, uh, SSID, uh, this money does not, uh, this money coming in does does not endanger your eligibility for uh, the programs uh, that you currently get. So if you are primarily relying on say VA benefits and you're worried about the twelve hundred dollars putting you over a certain threshold. Don't worry about that. The, 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 in law, we have made it uh, clear that the $1,200 is an extra, a bonus. Uh, and that's also true for uh, you know regular working folk uh, who qualify for the stimulus payment. Uh, it will not, you will not be expected to pay it back, and you will not uh, be uh, taxed on it in a future year. Uh, so don't, you know, so relax. Um, there are some concerns about people who have received, you know, money for someone who might have died. If you're a couple and yeah, maybe your spouse died, so that is a bit more complicated to explain. I'm waiting to hear back from the chairman of the Ways and Means Committee for more specific guidance on this because uh, that's a little more complex. But I think if you're, you know, it sounds like some very honest citizens out there who are concerned. 
uh, about whether they might be taking money inappropriately. My advice is to be in touch with your congressional representative about these kinds of cases. Fair enough. And uh, regarding what you said earlier about it not impacting taxes, if it does impact your taxes, call Congressman Takano. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, you call your own member of Congress. <laughs> just I mean, kidding. Uh, you, uh, you can, I mean, call, you know, seriously, your member of Congress, that's what they're there for, to help you uh, with the federal government. So, you know, it's very easy to look up who your member of Congress is. If you're, if you're my constituent, of course, call me. Call me. Actually, if you end up calling us, uh, we'll also refer you to your member of Congress, too. So it's okay. You can call us if you want. <laughs> okay. You say that now. All right. Let's talk about this. Um, we, we touched on it a little bit, but what are you going to do for a third stimulus bill that our Congress needs to pass to make more uh, funding available? to those small businesses, and this is an ongoing thing. So how do you assure no loopholes in the future? How do you assure people get more funding and employment money to those who have been laid off, and this will be a, a continual struggle for them? Well, um, I definitely think that uh, as we go into more than one month, more than two months, that a one-time $1,200 you know, stimulus check uh, is, is not going to be enough. Uh, and we're also going to have to take a look at the numbers of people who are facing foreclosures, even after they uh, have had a, an interest-free forbearance. I'm especially worried about renters uh, who are protected from eviction uh, if they are renting from, say, uh, a property that is participating in a federal program like Section 8. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but even so, there are you know local and state initiatives here in California of preventing evictions for the time being. But, you know, three months down the road, six months down the road, um, you know, I'm not expecting people to be fully uh, in employment, you know, in full employment status and also facing uh, paying back rent on top of the rent that they currently owe. So we're going to, you know, I know that Maxine Waters, the chairwoman of uh, the uh, the Financial Services Committee, is trying to work through some solutions. Um, so on a number of fronts, whether it's, it's, it's mortgage forbearance, whether it's, uh, you know, eviction protections, whether it's, um, uh, you know, more uh, additional stimulus money, um, there, this even even cares too. The one that we hope to get done in May, uh, after we do cares one point five this week, we're gonna we're gonna have to continually go back and look at uh, what the American people need, what we missed in previous bills, um, what we uh, messed up on in terms of loopholes. Uh, we're gonna have to do all these fixes and. You know, the best thing is for all of you at home who are staying at home, I know you're doing that, right, people? Um, <laughs> that, that you're watching and have extra, you know, time to pay attention uh, to what we are doing in Washington. And um, so, uh, you know, you're, you're also our accountability, too. Uh, and I, uh, I, I will be doing my level best to make sure that... Uh, uh, we can. This won't, no, this won't be the last bite at the apple. We uh, this cares two package. We're going to have to continue to look back, uh, look, look at this. Right. 
You touched on independent contractors. Let's expand a little bit more on that and what helps available for them. Well, so independent contract contractors, we already talked about them. Um, they could be self-employed or uh, they, they contract. Uh, they're still self-employed. Um, they could also receive a loan from the Small Business Administration through the Paycheck Protection Program. We already talked about how some of you may actually be able to uh, to uh, qualify for unemployment uh, compensation. Uh, Congress will be working to secure more funding for small businesses so that more people have a shot at getting the relief they need. We've already talked about that too, and I've already you know I've, I've mentioned the unemployment insurance. What about the homeless? Obviously, such a vulnerable population uh, here in Los Angeles, major issue. What help are they receiving? Well, um, my own county, Riverside County, um, has acquired a number of hotel rooms for medical personnel and homeless individuals. There's a recognition that the homeless often, I would say frequently, have complicated underlying health conditions, which puts them at risk. Um, We also want to reduce the chance that they become continued vectors for uh, the virus. Uh, so um, it's not only compassionate for uh, compassionate for them, but it's our own self-interest to make sure uh, that we get them off the streets and into um, housing where they can actually physically uh, and socially distance um, uh, themselves. We need to practice this nationwide. Um, Governor Newsom um, has a project called Project Turnkey where he acquired, I think, 15,000 uh, right. uh, hotel rooms around the state. Yes. Unfortunately, we're seeing some um, unfortunate reactions uh, among some communities uh, that once they hear uh, that people may be housed, uh, they have taken a, a, a I think, a hostile stance. Um, it's going to take all of us kind of working together, and we're going to have to, I think, be reasonable in terms of um, uh, you know, not in my backyard sort of attitudes. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, I, I have to commend the hotels that have stepped forward. Uh, many of these hotels are doing so very quietly because they actually want to avoid the situations uh, that they have uh, been encountering. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to make sure that counties and states um, are fully... We, uh, fully compensated for this expense. Right now, it's on a a seventy five uh, percent reclaim expenses from the federal government by the counties and states, uh, and they're not one hundred percent certain uh, because it's up to FEMA to decide to do this. And FEMA is deciding to do it, but I just want to make sure that um, I want to I, I want to make sure that in law. Uh, that counties and states uh, can get paid back for uh, securing this housing, whether mm-hmm. it's at a college dormitory. Uh, but they also people also need to be fed. They also need nutrition. Right. And we need this, by the way, not just for the homeless. We also need this for people that may live in full households or very dense households uh, who may test positive. Mm-hmm. For the virus, um, I just got off a phone call with the caucus, with the Democratic caucus, with the former head of the World Bank, Dr. Jim Kim, who is a doctor himself, who's been through seven different epidemics. Um, 
I know he's saying that we can't give up on the idea of testing and contact tracing uh, and that we're not going to really get the numbers to really go down until we get past the idea of staying at home is enough. So staying at home is a big deal. All of us are doing it. Really, that's really important. But that we can't afford to have clusters of infection, infections happen within households. We need to get, we need to offer the option of people being able to house uh, separately from their families uh, and not have it cost them money. That should be done for free, I think. And we also need to be able to feed them. Yeah. Many people who live in these dense households are low-income people. Right. So this is a, something I want to get out there. Yeah, that's a good point. And to your point about the uh, homelessness blowback, I, I was in Laguna Hills reporting last week. The city is suing uh, Orange County for choosing a hotel in their backyard. So I know it's been a controversial and tough issue. Um, I also know you have to go right now. So last last question for you is, is it true that, and this is from a, a viewer, is it true that the president delayed checks to Americans because he wanted his name on them? Is it true? It is true. It is true. Uh, the fact that he wanted his name on the checks and uh, Secretary Mnuchin is taking, uh, is, is taking uh, the fall guy position and taking and just falling on his sword, saying he he recommended them. I don't I don't know. It is true that checks are being delayed. Uh, we're not about the physical checks now. The money that gets deposited in people's account, obviously, there's nobody's name on that. But the physical checks that get mailed out to people, uh, they have to recalibrate the machines and all that. This is this is a a serious serious pandemic, and uh, we need to rise above this sort of. Uh, Penniless. All right. And All right. with that, I will let you go to your 55 other uh, conference calls today. Thank you, Congressman. It was fun. Thank you to Congressman Tucano for taking the time to answer those questions. If you've got questions about anything regarding the COVID-19 pandemic, let us know and we'll find the answers for you. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at KTLA Podcasts or find Christina on Twitter at Christina KTLA and Instagram at Christina Pascucci. As always, we'd appreciate if you subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review wherever you listen. And for the latest coronavirus headlines anytime, visit KTLA.com. We'll bring you a new episode of the podcast tomorrow. Thanks for listening.